This podcast was first available to Herald Premium subscribers. Subscribe to The Herald for as little as $2.50 a week to get Cooking the Books one week before everyone else, as well as access to the latest investigative work and analysis from our team. News Talk ZB and the New Zealand Herald present Cooking the Books with Francis Cook, demystifying your finances. Welcome to the Cooking the Books podcast. I'm Francis Cook. Make do and mend. It's an old wartime slogan that more of us could pay attention to today as we try to stay on budget. It's clearly a better budget idea to DIY or fix things that break rather than buying new. But whether you want to blame a changing society or things like home economics classes being cut at schools, there's a clear trend. Fewer people today are in the habit of picking up some tools to get to work themselves. It's a downward cycle because as fewer of us fix things, fewer of us have the tools on hand to fix things. And those tools can be expensive, so rather than fork out for them, it can seem easier to just go and buy a new version of whatever broke or pay someone else to fix it for you. Well, one group of bright sparks wants to fix that so we can all be a bit more self-sufficient on a budget. News Talk ZB presents Cooking the Books with Francis Cook, boosting your business confidence. I'm joined now by Amanda Chapman, co-founder of the Auckland Library of Tools. So a library like a book library, I'm sure everyone's familiar with that general concept. When it comes to tools, what's a library for tools and how does it work? So there's quite a few different uh, models. So there's lots of different tool libraries overseas. Um, We're sort of planning for ours to be more of a library of tools and things. Mm. Um, But at the moment, we are focusing on tools and equipment. So um, tools for construction, DIY, gardening, sewing textiles, um, all sorts of, you know, pottering around your house tools, but um, also looking at um, equipment, so outdoor equipment. Uh, We just got donated crutches the other day. Genius. (laughs) So uh, (laughs) it's a very vague, you know, loose uh, tools, use of the word tools. Mm. I love the idea of, of particularly all the things you could need for pottering around your house because everyone always says you can save a lot of money doing it yourself. And that's true. Um, I really love when I uh, find something in an op shop and I will sometimes wear the thing straight off. This is actually op shop right here. But I will also sometimes upcycle and I will change it into something else. And I have my sewing machine that I inherited from my mum and I use that. But if you're trying to buy a sewing machine that's expensive and you're having to spend money to save money. And, you know, meanwhile, things like painting or replastering, that's buying more tools. Having to buy the tools can actually really stop you getting stuck in. It's expensive, right? Totally. Um, And with sewing, I sew as well. I have a sewing machine I got secondhand for $50. But if you do sew a bit, you'll also know you'll need an overlocker. I really want one of those. I don't. Yeah, same. <laughs> I need to come to your library. And also they're really daunting. Like yeah. there's all those different threads and you don't use them nearly as much as the sewing machine. So we do actually have an overlocker at the tool library. I was so excited. It's currently yes. out. Uh, someone's using it to make a bit of a kimono. Ooh, yeah. Um, but yeah, the tools can be expensive, but also tools can be really cheap. Mm-hmm. And so if you're just doing like a one-off job, you tend to just buy the cheapest thing and it's not going to last very long and it breaks. So, or it might do a worse job. Yeah, exactly. Put you off. <laughs> exactly. Yes. 
Yes. Oh, okay. So you've also, you've done a bit of this, right? Because you, we've actually had you on the podcast before and you talked about how you were building a tiny house, which I love it. Um, And you had to figure out what to do for that and also figure out what tools were needed. And you didn't have everything at first, right? Yeah. And I still don't own anything. I own, I recently bought a measuring tape. That's how bad it's been. Uh, And I think I own a caulking gun. (laughs) So that's a very niche thing to be the one thing that you have. Yeah. And funnily enough, I bought a really fancy $90 caulking gun, which I needed because I've got steel framing. And so I needed it for like quite a specific job and I've not really used it since. So Uh. (laughs) we have a few caulking guns at the tall library. Yeah. yeah, So I have been building my tiny house and it's, uh, I've got the whole outside done. I'm just working on the inside still and I have not owned any tools and I've been borrowing tools. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't actually know that many people with tools to borrow from. So the main person I've been borrowing off is my granddad, um, but he lives about half an hour away from me and uh, he's got some more old school tools. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> uh, I did ask to borrow his drill one time and he says to me, do you want the uh, cordless drill or the uh, the electric drill? And I was like, well, the cordless drill. And he turns up with a and cranked drill. <laughs> that's yep, that's said, quite different. I really hope you brought the electric drill. <laughs> this, this is the thing, right? Is it seems like there's there's a gap where the older generation really knew how to fix things and took a lot, a lot of pride. If something broke, they would look to fix it first. And it feels like that mentality is is finally coming back. But there's a gap where people don't have access to the tools or they don't know how to use the tools. Um, and I've, I'm very lucky in that my extended family have a lot of tools that my husband and I will borrow from them. But not everyone has access to that. And I feel like you're really filling an important gap here with this library. Is there other places around New Zealand that you're aware of that are doing similar things? Yeah, so um, we spoke to the Newtown Tool Library in Wellington. Uh, they've been going for about, I don't know, a year year and a half, maybe two years. Um, and they're set up in the community centre there and they're a cupboard. And because they're in a community centre, they've got really low overhead, so their mm. tool library is super cheap. And they're doing heaps of repair cafes. Um, that's sort of what's more popular with them. And... Um, in Devonport, there's also um, the Repair Cafe trailer, which you can borrow. Um, and what is a Repair Cafe? So Repair Cafes, um, uh, essentially, you put on this, uh, they call it a cafe. It's not, not a cafe, but you just <laughs> come in. So Where's the coffee? I want yeah. the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so there'll be a community group that put, puts it on and they just get uh, volunteers who have different skills and you can just turn up with your item mm-hmm. and someone will help you fix it and it's usually free or you oh, just so pay for it. show you how to do it as well. Um, yeah, it depends. They all run differently, but some of them do show you. Some of them are just like real tinkerers and they just like want to get in there. <laughs> Love it. Um, yeah, you usually just pay for the cost of parts replacement. Um, I went to one at Hub Zero in Pamir. Mm-hmm. Um, Hub Zero is all about zero waste um, social enterprises and the Chinese Conservation Trust put a repair cafe on and it was so popular. There was an hour wait time. It was crazy. There was Whoa. coffee there because... <laughs> you want it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I brought in my dehydrator, um, which I had, um, I think, left on too late and 
too long and the fuse blew, so it was a real yeah. easy fix. Um, my friend brought in this really amazing antique lamp. Mm -hmm. uh, the rabbit had chewed the cord, so they just shortened the cord for them. <laughs> Rabbits, man, they will chew anything. <laughs> yeah, such a liability. Um, and I think that's a really good point as well because a lot of the things you could um, try to fix, it's partly having the tools to give it a crack and knowing what you're doing, but it's also partly just having the confidence to give it a crack. Because again, going back to my sewing machine, it actually was 10 bucks from one of those dump shops um, and it'd been dumped. And it turned out all it needed was a good oil and then it was fine. Um, but I wouldn't have had the confidence to open it up and give it a crack. Um, we actually took it to a shop where they said, oh, yeah, you just need oil. And luckily they did it for free because they, they were lovely. But that applies to lots of things. I know people who found bikes that they got for free because they were broken, 10 bucks to fix. I mean, do you feel like some of it is just reinvigorating that culture of giving it a crack? <laughs> yeah, totally. I think it's so easy to just sort of get something and be like, oh, it's broken. I don't want to deal with it. I'm too busy. And, you know, I, I'm definitely guilty of doing this, just having a pile of things of I'll fix later. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then, you know, maybe you decide I'm never going to fix that. It is a really e easy fix. Um, the great thing, so the tool library is located in a makerspace called Hackland. And, um, I mean, I am still, even though I've built, this tiny house. I still have no idea what I'm doing. I'm learning very much as I go. Um, and the people in Hackland are so clever. Mm. They've just been teaching me so much. Um, and they're just really happy Like when we get something and we're like, it's not quite working properly. They'll just, you know, pull it all apart and then be like, here's your problem. And they're really like confident doing that. I love it. I love those people. So helpful to have around. So for your one, how does it work? Do you because uh, it's tools, right? You don't want people doing themselves an injury. Do you sort of check out people's level of knowledge um, and if they know how to use the tool, do you ever show them how to use them? How does it go? Yeah, so we sort of quiz them a bit on what they're doing with it and if they've used them before um, and then we'll give them a bit of a rundown of the tools. But um, yeah, so there's myself and the other half of the tool library, Tom, um, He's also not very good with tools at the moment. We're learning a lot as we go, and we're very grateful for the Hackland members who, who know um, what they're up to. But a lot of the tool library members are really clever people, and they know what they want and how to use it. So it's also quite handy. Um, yeah, but we we do sort of run them through it, and we make sure they leave with proper protective gear, you know, yeah. eye protection. All that good stuff. What's the feedback been like then? Have you had many people who are keen? Yeah, yeah, we've had lots of people who are interested and they'll come in and they'll be like, oh, I want to join, but I actually want this specific tool here. And we're like, oh, we don't have it yet, but if you join up, we'll go get it for you. Because <laughs> we're so new still, we're just well, trying to figure out. one person asks, yeah, surely. Exactly, so we're just catering to our members in the community and what they need. Um, popular item at the moment seems to be electric hedge trimmer. Um, oh. Yeah, and we didn't have one, and uh, one of our members has actually just gone and bought us one because she needed one. So she's like, well, I'll buy it, I'll use it, and then you guys can have it. Oh, that's so lovely. So it's, it's actually really creating a bit of a community around it as well. Mm, yeah, wow. it's, it's really cool, and we're meeting some really interesting people and up to all sorts of DIY projects. And, yeah. 
Oh, I love it. Well, I'll be really interested to see how that keeps growing. Thanks so much. That's Amanda Chapman from the Auckland Library of Tools. Now, if you have any questions about this or anything even tangentially related to money, you can find me on Facebook at Francis Cook Journalist, Twitter at Francis Cook and Instagram at Francis Cook NZ. Send me your questions. Let's get them answered. Until next time, have a great day. And that's Francis cooking up your business confidence for another week on News Talk ZB.